she said. Her finger traced the pattern of green. So, if we compared these to images of your mutant bacteria and my mutant bacteria... We could see if yours holds the other proteins together. Hibbs finished off her sentence. Can we do it in time for Roger's presentation next month? We've got six weeks. It was their supervisor's turn to present the research done in his lab to the microbiology department's annual symposium. But Beth felt that the slides she'd contributed to the talk were not very interesting. They didn't show any conclusions as to what the protein she was studying actually did. Hibbs frowned. Not sure. Beth pulled her diary out and started marking off the days. Let's see... We each need to make the strains at least six sets of images each. She crossed off days until she ran out. We don't have time. Hibbs's voice was full of disappointment. Bugger. It would have been really good. Lots of nice pictures you could have used in your thesis. Beth stared glumly at the diary covered in pencil marks. If she could produce data that told a nice, solid story, then Roger would have to show her some respect, and she could get a decent research paper out of it. We can still do the experiments, she said. It just won't be done in time. What are you two looking so pissed off about? Vic came in carrying a small bucket of ice chips. When he'd first arrived, they'd tried to use his full name, Kaushalia Vikramarathni. But ever since their first trip to the pub, he'd been known simply as Vic. Beth outlined the problem, and Vic pulled a face. Why don't you use the microscopes downstairs? Hib shook his head. Book solid for three months. They're only free at night. For a moment they were all silent, as Beth stood in between the two men. There was a nice symmetry to it, she thought. Her small and blonde, in between two guys who were both tall and dark. Beth and her boys. Shame you're not nocturnal, Vic said. Nocturnal? Working at night had not occurred to her. But now Vic had mentioned it, it was an obvious solution. She looked at Hibbs to see if he was thinking the same thing. He was. We could run the experiments at night, Hibbs said. It would probably be better, come to think of it. Less chance of someone knocking the microscope out of frame. We could run our two experiments simultaneously, said Beth, excitement rising in her chest, and take it in turns to do the night shift. They looked at the diary again. It'll be a close call, said Hibbs. We'd have to work every night to get it done in time. He tapped a staccato rhythm with his pen. What do you think? I'm up for it if you are, Beth said. You know me, said Hibbs. I'm always up for it. Beth gave him a mock punch on the shoulder. Seriously, though, it would take up lots of time, and neither of us would be able to have a social life. Hibbs shrugged. I don't care. I'm single. Beth glanced at him to see if he was going to comment on the limbo status of her own relationship with Gordon, but thankfully he said nothing.
Vic shook his head and headed off to the other end of the lab. I'm going to ask Roger at the lab meeting, said Beth. When he sees that my results don't support his theory, he's bound to let me try and prove mine. Beth felt she did well in her presentation, putting up slides of DNA sequences and bar charts to show what the mutant bacteria did. At the start of her PhD, standing here in front of even three people would have terrified her into stuttering. Now she was able to talk with more confidence. So, she said in conclusion, there are two possibilities. Either my protein acts as an on switch for the rest of the proteins, or it holds them together so they can communicate. Judging by these results, I think it's the second explanation.